Hello and welcome to the Monroe Method Clancast. I am Jason Monroe and this is episode 26. Back again with another consistent weekly episode. How much do you enjoy consistency? What a difference when these things are planned and organised. I'm very on top of all of this at the moment. Um, Today I am going to talk about something that wasn't going to talk about. I was going to talk about something else, but it ties in with this. So on my whiteboard next to me for my list of podcast episode topics, today I was going to talk about misalignment. And I will still talk about it, but I'm going to talk about something else that ties in with that. Right. So when I talk about misalignment, it is when we are out of alignment. And I am going to say that this, this is where the vast majority of our problems stem from. Where we want our life to look a certain way, yet we consistently take actions that don't help us get there. So someone wants to be a healthy weight, they want to go to bed early, they want to feel well rested, they want to do great at work, they don't want to have any unhelpful habits or unhelpful behaviours, and yet they still Grow their phone past midnight, they keep hitting next episode on Netflix, they drink Friday to Sunday, they order takeaways three and four nights a week, they spend four to six hours a day mindlessly scrolling their phones, they don't exercise, they get very little steps, right? And this is what we call misalignment. And it is where you have a vision of the life that you want to live. Sorry, you have a vision of the life that you want to have but you don't take the steps to get there. Instead, your actions are aligned with a future that you don't want to live in, right? This is misalignment. You want to be a healthy weight, a certain clothes size. You want to be confident. You don't want to hide in photos. You want to be a fit, active parent running around with your kids, all that stuff. When you when you vision yourself, picture yourself in the future, and then when we come and take a look at the steps you're taking each day, your actions, your habits, your behaviours, the things that you wake up and do each day, they do not take you to that life that you want to live. They take you to where you are now. And if you are listening to this podcast, there's a chance that you are unhappy with some some part of your life, some part of yourself, some thing. You're probably someone that yo-yo diets, that has a poor relationship with food, and you are listening to these these podcasts in an effort to help you find some alignment, to, to better understand why you're not taking yourself closer to the life you want and why you keep taking yourself closer to a, a life and a lifestyle that you don't want. And like I say, that's why I think that the, that the majority of our problems stem from this misalignment. And this, this is something that I personally have done a lot of work on in the last year. I know I've raised this a couple of times now. But I've still got this tickly cough, so don't mind me lubricating my throat. Uh, last year, said before, was a huge year of personal growth for me. I did some big, incredible, amazing things. I progressed, you know, 2022 was probably a year of my kind of fastest personal development ever. I think removing alcohol towards the end of last year has played a huge part in that. 
And, you know, now that I'm thinking about it and looking back on it and thinking of the work I did, I spent the whole of 2022 taking a look at myself, taking a look at the sort of life I wanted to create, the visions I had for my personal life, the visions I had for my personal development, the vision I had for my business. And I have started to make changes to bring my actions and decisions and habits and behaviours every day into alignment with the life I want to create, with the visions I have for each of these things. And, I, you know, part of, part of the reason that I am now here doing these consistent weekly episodes is because of that, because of the work I've done, because of the organisation that I now have, the things that I'm spending my time on, the how much I'm taking care of myself, all of this stuff, it's just having positive knock-on effects everywhere. And when I look back at 2022 now, I can see that I spent all almost all of last year bringing myself into better alignment so that for me, Things are much more positive now. There is far less stress, anxiety. I couldn't tell you the last time I felt anxiety. Couldn't tell you the last time I felt worried. Still get stressed, but it's not anywhere near as much and it's entirely manageable. Um, what else? My sleep is great. I, I'm waking up at five o'clock naturally every morning and seizing the day from very early on. And it's not because anything massively dramatic has happened it's because I've done lots of different little things that have all led me to this place and like I say you know bringing my actions into alignment with the future or my visions of the future just creates this massive bubble of positivity and productivity and energy and it's just a fucking awesome place to be and once you reach this position you can look back and say do you know what the reason that I was staying up till midnight when I knew I had to do that the next day, the reason I was procrastinating when I knew I had that big project to work on, the reason I wasn't doing something I should have been, all the rest of it. And it's all a part of this misalignment. And when we don't follow through on doing things we say we're going to do, when we intentionally take actions that are counterproductive to the things we want to achieve, it creates this massive bubble of negativity that you are then living in. And it, it feels very difficult to bring all of these things into alignment. And that kind of ties in with what I want to talk about today because this alignment can be found in, in different ways. There are right ways to do it and there are wrong ways to do it. There are positive ways to do it and there are negative ways to do it. So something I've been talking about a lot with my clients, I just came off a check-in with one of my private clients right now. I spoke to her about this exact same thing. I've spoken to numerous people in the past week about it to the point where I've actually got a reel recorded for it that is going out next Thursday on Instagram. And it is about restricting versus choosing. Okay. Give you an example. People, there are many people that think, and I have spoken to hundreds of them over the years, they think that people who successfully maintain their weight, people who do not, who do not overeat, people do, who do not binge drink, people who do not eat lots of snacks and graze all day, 
People who do those things think that people who don't must have massive amounts of willpower, must have high levels of motivation, determination, focus, drive, all that shit. And that's not true. People who successfully maintain their weight, people who take themselves to bed early, people who exercise, people who do whatever it is, they are not doing it because they have massive amounts of willpower and determination and focus and drive and discipline. It's not that. They do these things because they want to do them. And the problem that most people have is that they come at it from the other angle. They, you know, instead of choosing to do something, they instead try to restrict themselves. Now, these sound very similar. Here's an example. The, the, the thing I was talking about with someone earlier on, where they said that they were eating at night for no reason and, you know, making it out to be a negative thing. And it's not. I eat every night for no reason. The kids go to bed, my wife and I sit down. If we're very lucky, we'll get we'll have time to watch two episodes of something. It's usually just one, though. We'll have a cup of tea and something. Whatever's there. Whatever's in the cupboard. A bar, a biscuit, a cake, a whatever. Protein pot, protein pudding, mousse. Whatever it is. Not because we're hungry, not because we need anything, but because we want to. So we do. And that makes it a positive thing. And because that is the only time in a day where I personally would do something like that, that's not to say that's the right way to do it or that you should only do it the way I do it. It just so happens that I am more than satisfied with the things I eat in a day that I don't eat between meals and I don't need to snack. Um, that's my occasion each day, during the week at least, when I would do that. And it's a positive thing. I am doing what I want to do. Then there's a negative way to come at it. So like my client, for example, saying that she's eating at night for no reason. Now, she thinks that's a negative thing. She thinks that she shouldn't do that. And this is where the restriction part, the negative part, starts to come in. It's nighttime. Here is this thing I keep doing. I shouldn't do this thing. I am going to try and hold myself back from doing this thing. Now, what's the difference between her approach and my approach? I am choosing to do the thing. It is a part of my day and it is a positive thing. And I have the one thing and that's it. Done, dusted. There's very little thought involved. It is just what I do, a part of my life, my habits, my routine. Versus the other approach. I shouldn't do this thing. I can't have that. I'm not allowed that. I'm trying to stop doing that. And then you have it anyway. And then you're disappointed. You're annoyed. You're upset. You're angry. You're ashamed. You're whatever, however you feel about doing something you just try to stop yourself from doing. And it doesn't stop there because now you're annoyed. Now that you're mad. Now you think you've failed. So you have something else. And then you have something else. And this is when it starts to turn into a negative thing. And this is why restriction doesn't work. Like when people, when we talk about losing weight and reducing our calories, right? Yes, you have to, in some shape or form, restrict yourself. But you should not do it from a place of restriction. 
you should do it from a place of choice. So think, listen to these two different ways of looking at this, right? I have a goal for myself. I want to lose weight. I know that to lose weight, I should probably have a few less snacks, maybe not have dessert every night, maybe take my drinking down from three nights a week to one night a week, and maybe cut takeaways down from once a week to once a fortnight, okay? These are all perfectly reasonable things to do. No massive amounts of restrictions, just a, a few adjustments, a few reductions to various things that will probably help someone lose weight. Now, the way that I've just said that, right, I would choose to have a little less of this, this, and this. So you're not missing out, you're not going without, you're not spending the next six months not drinking alcohol, not having takeaways, never having crisps. Sorry, there's a little cough sneaking in there. <laughs> um, you're, you're not cutting these things out. You are instead choosing to have less because that's what you want to do because you want to achieve the goal that those choices will lead to. Now, can you hear how positive that sounds? Here is the thing I want to achieve. I know if I do these few things, those will help me achieve it. Therefore, I want to do these things because I want what lies on the other side of these choices. Versus, I need to lose weight. Therefore, I'm going to stop myself from having my snacks at night. I'm going to try and stop myself from having two takeaways a week. I'm going to try and stop myself from drinking three nights a week. How fucking horrendous does that sound? How terrible does that sound? How likely are you to actually follow through on that? And this is the difference. It's the difference between hold it, trying to restrict yourself, trying to hold yourself back from doing things you want to do. Instead of looking at the goal you want to achieve, looking at your behaviours and then wanting to do those things differently to help you achieve the goal. Restricting the restrictive mindset does nothing positive. If you are having to hold yourself back from doing something that you want to do, then there is a problem. If you are drinking alcohol five nights per week, and you want to try and lose weight, right? If you, if you have to hold yourself back from doing that, you need to stop, right? The minute that you, the minute it pops into your head that you have to try and stop yourself from doing something, then you need to stop because it's fucked before it even begins. You are failing before you've even started. You need to come at that from the opposite angle and ask yourself, why do I want to do this thing? Okay, The answer is not to stop yourself from doing it. It is to understand why you want to do it. Why do I want to have two glasses of wine five nights per week? What am I getting from that choice? What am I getting from that decision? What lies on the other side of this choice that I am trying to get by, by having two glasses of wine? You need to understand that, first of all, 
before you can make any changes to your habits. You have to know what you are getting from it, what it is providing you with. What benefit are you getting? What, what value do you place in it? What does the thing give you that makes you want to choose it? Because essentially, what are you trying to do? It's like someone overweight just trying to eat less. If it was as simple as just eating less, you would have done that a long time ago. You wouldn't have a weight problem. You would just eat less and that would be it. That's why that doesn't work. You are where you are. You do what you do because you want to do it. We never do anything we don't want to do. People talk about control and lacking control. If you're not the one in control, who is? Who's making you eat like this? Who makes you drink like this? Who makes you live like this? No one else is controlling it. You're the only one that controls it. It's easier to say that there's a lack of control or we feel like we're out of control because it helps us explain. But we've, you've probably never taken the time to do the work and ask yourself, when I sit down at night, and I put on the TV, and the urge comes for me to go to the cupboard and start picking at things. Why do I do that? Have you ever asked yourself the question? Or do you just always focus on trying not to do it? Do you experience the urge and go, oh God, there's that feeling coming again. I can hear the crisps calling, or the, the, the sweet drawer calling, or the kids whatever calling. Off I go, and then it's this thing, and then it's the next thing, and then it's the next thing. Have you ever taken the time? And people don't because a lot, of the, a lot of the time people, first of all, they would like to bury their, hands, their heads in the sand. Ignorance is bliss. You know, they would, they would rather spend their time doing what they know how to do by trying to fight it than they would actually taking the time to do the work and solving the thing forever. And that's a large part of what I spend my time on. It's not... You know, it's not forcing people to eat less. It's not giving them calorie numbers. It's not telling them to stick to this and just stick to it. It's, okay, here is this thing that you are doing that isn't quite aligned with the life you want to create. So let's take the time to talk about that, to dig a bit deeper on that and understand why you do this thing. When the kids go to bed at night and you go to the, the cupboard or the drawer or whatever it is and you sit down to the TV, why do you do it? What are you getting from that decision? What is it that you're experiencing when you do that that makes that the choice you make? Because everything's a 50-50 choice. You can either choose not to do or you can choose to do. It's actually easier to choose not to do something. Think about this, right? Let's say you've never ran a day in your life and you decide that you're going to wake up tomorrow morning and go for a run at 5am before you get ready for work. What's the easier choice to make? Is it to wake up at 5am, put your clothes on while you're still half asleep and go out and do this run that you've never done before? Or is it to choose not to do it? The not to do is the easier choice. When it comes to nighttime, you have to physically get up, go to the cupboard, go to the drawer. You have to go out of your way to do this thing. And that, that shows the level that you, that it shows how much you want to do it, right? It's not just, oh, this is this thing I do. I don't know how I, I don't understand why I keep doing it. There is a, there are a number of steps involved. You know, 
that, that whatever it is you're eating isn't just landing in your lap and you're going, oh, where did this come from? And you eat it just because it's there. You are thinking about it. You are getting up. You are going to wherever it is. You are grabbing it. You're bringing it back. You're sitting down. There is a very careful process attached to this to the point where you follow through on doing it. So remember, we never, ever do anything for no reason. If there was no reason for doing something, you would not go through the thought process, you would not get up, you would not go to the cupboard or the drawer or whatever it is, the fridge. You would not get the thing, you wouldn't come back, you wouldn't sit down, you wouldn't start opening it, you wouldn't start eating it. Think of all those steps involved in this thing that you think you don't want to do or you don't know why you're doing it or you think you're doing for no reason. There is always a reason. Just because you don't know what that reason is doesn't mean there isn't one. And part of the reason that you don't know what the reason is is because you've never asked the question because part of you really doesn't want to know. Because you think it's going to be hard or difficult, or something you don't want to face, or something you don't want to own up to, something you don't want to admit. But if you don't face up to the thing, then how do you get better at it? How do you improve it? How do you stop doing it? How do you replace it with something else? How do you understand it? To be able to change something, to be able to change your situation, you need to understand your situation. Until you know where you are and why you're there, you can't take yourself anywhere new. So we need to understand why we are misaligned. We need to understand why this vision we have of the future isn't the one that we're moving closer towards. What are our attachments to the here and now that are making us stay in the here and now, stay in the place that we don't want to be. And I'm, I'm going to say that a huge part of that is your approach. You want to do differently. You want things to be different. You want to take closer steps to the life that you picture, to the life that you want to live and the life that you want to craft and create. However, your method for doing that is not choice. It's not choosing to take the steps to get closer to it. You're trying to get there by holding yourself back, by restricting yourself from who you really want to be. And restriction does not work. Forcing yourself to have less is different to choosing to have less. I am going to try and force myself to do less of this so that I can lose some weight versus I am going to choose to do less of this because I know it's going to help take me closer to my goal, weight loss. Can you see the difference? I know I'm making my voice sound much more positive than the second one, but regardless of how enthusiastic I sound or not, the result's still the same. Restriction is not a pathway to success. Holding yourself back. Uh, do you know what? Uh, here, here's a story about uh, a non-scale victory I had with one of my clients once. And we'll wrap it up after this. So when I do check-ins inside our coaching group, 
the first question that we start every check-in off with is, tell me about your non-scale victories. So this is anything that unrelated to weight, unrelated to the scales. We don't want to hear about that shit. Because to be honest, I take that for granted. If you if you join and you work with me and you follow the steps, your weight will come down. Like I say, I take it for granted. Every time someone puts their stuff in front of me, their weight is more than likely going to be down unless something's went on or they've had stuff on or whatever. So, we start the check-in by not focusing on that and we focus on the other stuff. I'll tell you one of the best ones I've heard. I've, uh, uh, here, here's like an example of two ones that stick in my head from the years. One of the funniest ones was I had a bath the other day for the first time in a while and when I took the plug out, the water didn't stay behind me. <laughs> Which I just thought was fucking amazing. But, like, I mean, yes, clothes can show you, measurements can show you, photos can show you. But when you're used to having a bath and you take the plug out and the water behind you doesn't move, you're going to notice when that's different. And that was such a funny one to read. The other one was, um, oh, someone said... Uh, I might, you know, this is the level that we're talking about here. I managed to bend down and tie my shoelace. Now, that doesn't sound like much, but after that, they followed it up with, normally, I have to bring my foot up to the opposite knee and tie my shoelace from there. But they had lost so much weight that their, their belly, basically, was no longer a barrier and they were able to bend down and tie their shoelace without struggling for breath or feeling uncomfortable. But here's the one that relates to this. So one of the best NSVs I read was, um, I said no to cake. Now, as a standalone statement, that's not really a good thing until you find out. <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm keeping my laptop away from me so that I don't get the recording noise, the whirring noise from the laptop that happens from time to time. So I can't quickly pause this as I'm, if I'm going to cough. So we just have to put up with me coming out the other side of illness. So she, so she said, I said no to cake. And this wasn't the best part. She said, I said no to cake because I wanted to. And this ties in beautifully with what I'm talking about. She did not say no. This is the difference, right? The difference between restricting and choosing is the difference between saying, no, I would not like some cake. And no thanks, I'm on a diet. That's the difference. If you say, no thanks, I'm on a diet, that what that really means is, yes, I would love to do that. However, I am doing this thing and I have to restrict myself. Versus, no thanks, I don't want the cake because I have goals for myself and you're offering me cake does not fit in with that right now. That's the difference, right? I forgot all about that until I just started talking about it then. That is the difference. The difference between no thanks, I'm on a diet, meaning yes please, however I can't because I'm not allowed and I'm holding myself back and I am restricting myself and I'm not letting myself do that. Versus would you like some cake? No thank you. And that's the end of it. Because it's no thank you because I don't want to. Not no thank you because I am under restriction. I hope that's been helpful.
do you know, these are just as helpful for me because I think, I wish you could see what the inside of my brain looks like. I have pieces of paper, notepads on my phone, my big whiteboard, and it's just ideas, ideas, ideas. And I have to get them out and down somewhere or my brain would go into meltdown. Using these podcast episodes, and it's the same with my daily posts and the emails that I send out. These allow me to articulate these thoughts and develop these trends of thoughts. And then they might even go on to become coaching processes of something I use or a live chat I create. So they're just it's just as helpful for me as I hope it is for you. But if you want to be successful, if you want to be more successful than you have been, and this is the other thing, like I spoke to someone recently who wanted me to convince them to join the group. I don't do that. I don't know if I've said this before, but I, my job is not to convince people to work with me. I say stuff, I answer questions, but I never, God, I'm not the guys, yeah, just come and sign up, just come and join. Like, I don't do that. I don't chase people. I've had someone recently ask me questions every couple of days. All I've done is ask the questions. Not once have I said, yeah, this is what we do in Say Climb and Row, or yeah, once you sign up, blah, blah, blah. They've asked me questions. I've answered they actually listened to three podcast episodes. She's going to listen to this one. Um, and she came to the decision on her own and sent me a message yesterday and said, I've just listened to these three episodes. Now I know this is for me. I'm going to come sign up. That's how it works. So yeah, this other person messaged me and said they felt like they had tried everything to lose weight. Now here is the thing. You could try everything to lose weight. You could try Weight Watchers, Slimming World, Herbalife, Slim and Save, Second Nature, uh, whatever else is out there, Hypnotism, the NHS course, maybe that's it, no that's not the Second Nature, whatever it is, right? And yes, you could do all of these things, but here's the thing, if you do all of these with the restrictive mindset, then you will fail. So yes, you could well have tried absolutely everything out there. But did you try absolutely everything out there from the right place, from the right mental state, from the right approach? There are people who come into Monroe and try and do it from the restrictive mindset. That's part of what the check-ins are. I look for language and statements and sentences and words that they use and say, look, you're thinking about this the wrong way. It is not about holding yourself back from eating that thing, choosing not to have a takeaway when everyone else, forcing yourself to go without. That's not what it's about. And if you continue to think that way, it's not going to work. And then we'll have to talk about that and puzzle it out. And I'll have to explain to them everything that I've just said in this, this episode that you it's not about stopping yourself from doing the thing. It's about choosing not to do it and choosing to do things that will take you closer to the goals that you want to achieve. Here is what you want to achieve. I have shown you how you can achieve that. Your job now is to choose to do the things. And if you're not choosing to do the things, then that's where I come in. That's where we puzzle it out. That's where we start to break down and understand why you keep doing something unhelpful, why you're so attached to this habit, why you keep doing whatever it is. So yeah, we'll wrap that up there. I just, I paused this for a moment there and I listened back to a bit of it to discover that 
the microphone was not perfect and my voice has faded in and out a bit. I did fix the volume a bit, so hopefully this is listenable. It would sound horrendous if I tried to re-record this right now because it would be... I don't like re-recording things. It sounds so disingenuous second time round. I don't script these. It's just, this is the topic. Dump my brain into the microphone and the end result is the end result. So I hope it's not been too annoying to listen to. Um, as ever, give me some feedback. I love hearing from you, especially that pe person recently who just joined. She gave me some beautiful, lovely feedback on the three episodes and how much they helped. Um, and that makes me feel good. So it's good to know when I'm on the right track with these things. I would love to know if you've had any light bulb moments. If you are on social media, take a screenshot of whatever you're listening to this on, if it's Spotify or Apple, whatever it is, podcast, iTunes thing, whatever it is, take a screenshot. Quote me. Quote something that you liked about this. Quote the light bulb moment. Quote when some, you know, something that has helped the penny drop. Because it because for me, it makes for great social media content. I can share it and say, yeah, this is why I spoke about this and da 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 da, da. Anyway, until next time. Oh, now I can't find the stop button because my laptop's so far away. There it is.